Okay, guys, welcome back to the BJJ 101 Story and Podcast. Um, this is episode 24. All right, so episode 24, we have an awesome guest in Bruce Mole. Thanks, man. And um, yeah, like, thanks so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure to talk to all the amazing people that we find like through jujitsu. And we always like try to start with like a fairly generic question, like with everybody. <laughs> We kind of just ask you, because we know who you are, we know a bit about you and, you know, we're just trying to get people to talk about themselves and learn about different people. And then also, so talk a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, life and that type of thing. And then also where you were introduced to kind of like martial arts okay. and sports and things okay. like that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not from Brisbane. You, probably, yeah. you guys probably know that. Yeah. I grew up on a cattle station, uh, Western Queensland. Yeah. So it's, it's about 16 hours drive away from here. Okay. So martial arts... For me, when I was growing up, is just non-existent. Yeah, yeah. We might have seen a a Bruce Lee movie, and I knew about karate, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but jiu-jitsu, I guess the thing about jiu-jitsu, I didn't know anything about it until about ten years ago or a bit longer when I started watching a little bit of um, UFC. Yeah. And um, I was at a party. I might have been a little bit drunk, <laughs> and I had a wrestle with, yeah. with someone yeah. that was training here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, which you do and I do because I, I, I do a lot of that. Rambunctious and, dude. Yes. Yeah. And um, he was a lot smaller than me and I remember him having, you know, been able to kind of move really well and kind of really make my, you know, my wrestle really difficult. So he, I, after, after we did that, I said, mate, mate, you're pretty good at this. What, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And he goes, oh, mate, I trained with this guy called Eduardo um, at Gara. You should come along. And... The Monday night, that was on Saturday, mm-hmm. Monday night I was here. Yeah. I was here next down the road. He made yeah. you look that bad, Bruce. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, still, yeah. I think I still did all right, but he's like uh, 70 kilos mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm, a, I'm 95. Yeah, yeah, so. it's a big shock. The, yeah. the, you know, like a lot of the people we've talked with have that kind of experience. Either they were exposed to it like that or they came in to the gym and some chick bashed them or something like that yeah. and they're like, what the hell is this? I can't believe it. I need to do this. This is," And they get addicted to it. Yeah. Let's just go back a little bit. So what was it like growing up? Like, um, So where, where did you actually So grow? I grew up on a cattle station. Like, So my mum taught me and I, I had like governesses. Okay. So uh, I did school, yeah. So yeah. I did that from grade one to grade seven. Yeah. Um, we used to start probably school at 7 a.m. in the morning yeah. and finish by 1.30. Yeah. So in the afternoon I can go out, ride motorbikes, yeah. shoot pigs yeah. you know, or whatever, trap dingoes. Um, my life was is pretty different from anything you guys can imagine. Yeah. So I, like I, I was driving my, I was going out, you know, b- borrowing the, the Toyota, driving out, camping with my brother at age six and we'd drive maybe 30 k's yeah, yeah. and just camp next to a river and do some fishing and, you know, do some shooting or whatever yeah, and yeah. six years old. Right. So oh, it's life is a lot different. Obviously I'm a lot older than you but life was a fair bit different. So as soon as I got to, uh, you know, grade, grade seven, mum and dad said, listen, you're going to boarding school yeah. and just kind of went on the bus you get. Your grandmother will pick you up and take you to school and drop you off and you'll be there. And I saw my parents probably four times a year yeah. after that until grade 12. And then um, I did play a little sport at school. Yeah. I think I think being – I had a brother that's pretty similar age and pretty similar size to me. Did you go to school close to Brisbane or was it still closer no, to the cattle station? Okay. I boarded here. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, – Where'd you go? Brisbane Grammar School. Okay, but yes. Yeah, oh. yeah. so I boarded there, um, which, was, which was awesome, but it was kind of res- fairly restricting. Because you know you grow up 
in in on a property which is you your can closest do, neighbor. Do whatever is, you want. Yeah. Your closest neighbor is twenty five k's away. Hmm. Um, I can do whatever I want, and and just it was it was it was it was a great way to grow up. You know, I used to. I used to do stuff that today I think, oh, well, that's that's pretty different. I'd like my kids. I yeah. Kids. Oh, I think it's the best way, like yeah. the freedom and the learning lessons that you can contact with nature, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah, live animals. You, you become you, you become a, a person that a really nice person, I think, because you don't have all this friction and associ- an ego associated with with growing up apart from with your siblings. Yeah. But um, you become more confident as well automatically, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think you're just a more balanced individual. It's like you're not being exposed to all this like animosity and friction mm. and people on top of each other and the hustle and bustle of things. Yeah. It's a much more simple lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I want to do something interesting. So you go and do it. And you, you're with the people that you love and care about all the time. Like I don't have the same experience, but I grew up on farm stuff like a lot when I was a kid as oh, well. In so my, in Adelaide, yeah. So yeah. my grandparents had like a, a large, like, you know, I know 200 acre property. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had neighbors, you know, 200, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, like that were fairly yeah. like next door and stuff. But it's the same type of thing. Like you have 200 acres and we would go and stay there when our mum was working or school holidays or whatever. And you'd spend, you know, five weeks, six weeks, two weeks here and there and just doing whatever you wanted. You yeah. go in the shed, you angle grind something and you make yeah. a sword or you, you make bow and arrows out of wood or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like what you do. And cool stuff. Yeah, you do, you do creative cool stuff. And that's like you, you learn about yourself as a human being by exploring and figuring things out and you're yeah. given like um, – a place to do that where it's a, it's not super dangerous. Like you have guns and oh my god, these are dangerous instruments. Yeah, they are. That's why you've been brought up. Yeah, like, correct. And you get taught how to use it, and you get taught how to look after your siblings and yourself. And how, you know, when you carry the gun, you got to point it up to the mm-hmm. sky or at the floor. Don't carry it around like this. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree totally. Um, so that, that was that was a great way to grow up, and I, I missed it for for a very long time. Going, Partly, well, going uh, into boarding school was pretty yeah. difficult, or. Yeah, because I, I got down here and I just got pushed off the boarding school. And I'd never even been in a classroom before. Yeah, yeah. So when I when I went to school, I was pr- pr- a long way behind. Yeah. Like pretty dumb. Not necessarily dumb, but a long way behind everyone else. Yeah. There was like 276 students <coughs> in my year and I think I was 270. Yeah. Ranked. Yeah. They ranked at the first yeah. year. So I needed a fair bit of help, but I just really was dedicated and, just, and, and really – Really wanted to to do better. Yeah. You know, there's an opportunity. Dad said, you know, this is costing us a lot of money. We can't afford it, but we're going to give you the opportunity, which I really appreciate. Um, he's obviously dead for 20 years now, but he really he understood that education can can get you to places where yeah, yeah. where you know other people won't have that opportunity. Um, so, I, well, that was a struggle. I really by, by year 10, I, I loved it. I, yeah. You know, I was playing a lot of tennis. Uh, rugby, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, now boarding school, like I, I had a kind of similar experience. There's a lot of things that you don't really enjoy about it, and like just the man, you're there the whole day. You don't yeah. ever leave school. You're at school yeah. for 24 hours it's a your, day. It's so, your home. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different from a, a going day person, there and going home. Yeah, a day correct. person coming here and going home. Yeah. You, they don't, it breaks they don't, up the day and it's different for sure. Yeah. But you just you live there. This is all your existence. This yeah. is school, school, school. But like in in the positive aspect, you create certain friendships and bonds and the camaraderie you have of living with, yeah. you know, maybe fifty to hundred dudes at one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of all different ages, so it's yeah. pretty interesting kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I really appreciate it. Yeah, 
I think also it gives you guys uh, a little bit of more awareness how to deal with different people as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you're for so sure. close to different cultures, different <laughs> yeah. upbringings, you know, yeah. different uh, family lifestyles that are completely different, you know, like you came from a cattle station and you're yeah. going to have someone else that are come from other yeah, backgrounds. Other so this is really awesome. Don't get me wrong, there's lots of fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, the men's boys. Oh, so, I mean, but, they're well, get but you, learn, you learn to... Um, to deal with that, yeah, yeah. you know, there's conflict. This. You learn, you learn conflict resolution. <laughs> yeah. You're forced to. Yes. Right? A lot of people that are kind of like isolated or, or like saying go home and do all this stuff, like they don't have to deal with that. It's just their mom or their dad. They tell yeah. them off. Oh, okay, whatever. Wham, 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 go home, whatever. And then a lot of them, you know, they're, they're the ones dictating what's happening with their parents. Oh no, I wouldn't do this, whatever. Like, man, yeah. you can't do that with somebody the same age as you. They don't care. Yeah. They're not your mom. They're not your brother. They're not your sister. They don't have the same love and care. You got to get along with them somehow. You got to figure out how to, you know. What so I, mean? I, I because you, that's a really important period in your life. Yeah, right. For sure. Between twelve and seventeen or eighteen or whatever, yeah. I, I, I effectively effectively got brought up by the people around me, the yeah. kids around me. Yeah. It brought me up, not mum and dad, because <coughs> I only saw them four times a year. So in yourself, let's say, because yeah, you have well, to mature to get some things done, right? Well, you can only you can only you, all your mates are soundboards. You yeah, know, you, you, you don't know how you don't know how to react. Unless they tell you, you know, you, you really appreciate what they tell you I to understand. do. Like if you're doing something dumb and they say you're doing something dumb, you go, oh, shit, okay. Well, yeah. Or know. you might not on the first time, but if four people say it, you go, yeah. oh, maybe I'm doing something dumb. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a mirror for you. Yeah. So being a, it's like it, this is a conversation that I have with some people sometimes. It's like you can't live by yourself. You can't isolate yourself because you can't improve. You can't, there's no capacity to change anything. The only way for you to notice what you have to improve is being around other people. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like you're saying, it's a, that your friends are a soundboard that you bounce off. Yeah. Whatever you're putting out bounces off back to you, and you go, "Holy shit! Wait a second, maybe this is wrong. Maybe this is right." And some people are going to say, "Oh, you're doing the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong thing." And then other four people are going to say, "No, it's all good. It's all right. What you're doing is okay." And then you you start to figure it out and learn and recognize, and it's. Yeah, it's an interesting experience, especially especially at such a, like a young age. You're starting to kind of figure out these ideas, man. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, I think it's a super valuable experience, man. Like, I there's always positives and negatives about anything, but yeah, I I, I think there's a lot of benefit to the boarding thing and being independent and pushing them out. And that I, type I, of thing. I would push my kids to boarding if I could afford it. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, when you so help with my memory here, do you have that idea? Or how long ago have you started training jiu-jitsu? Uh, Roughly about nine years ago. About nine years. Okay. Um, I remember before Anton was here. Mm. Um, Bill Sykes is the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, is he still training? I knew yeah, who we were. Yeah, like when yeah. you started talking, <laughs> is, is he still yeah. training? Yeah, he's a black belt in in Noosa. Oh, yeah, okay, he okay, moved okay. to Noosa. Yeah. Um, Really great guy. He's a nice, sure. he's a very yeah. nice guy. Yeah. Very, very nice guy. Smaller. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but better go have a role with him one day, man. Mate, he did. He did. He, he did. actually, actually, I remember you telling me that yeah. you went there and trained in Noosa, yeah, right? Yeah. I remember yeah. you. This with, is with years ago. The Japanese dude. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, like you're now Brown Belt, you've been nine years Jiu Jitsu. Like, what are, what are the, the biggest struggles that you have? Um, like you're you're a fairly competitive person, I can yeah. feel that on you, right? Um, the biggest struggles I have with jiu-jitsu? Correct. I think the biggest struggle most people have with jiu-jitsu, jiu if they're bigger and stronger, yeah. is re is getting rid of that ego associated with winning. Um, you know, testosterone runs through young guys' veins all the time. They yeah. always want to win. 
I think that really inhibits um, people's ability to learn what jiu-jitsu is about because you always go to the well on how I can submit people yeah. and how I can pass people and how I can win. So I think I think that's probably the biggest issues I've encountered. I've, I've, I'm still learning. I'm still practicing. And mm. I'm a student and still trying to get better at it. But um, have, having having a, having an ego it, it, it is a is a good thing if you're competing and all that stuff. But if you just want to get better at jiu-jitsu, it's really kind of holds you back a bit. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. That's that's what I think. Um, like I think you can't fully remove your ego. Like everyone has this like a mm. version or view of themselves. It's just like keeping it restrained or keeping yeah. it in check, which is difficult. And and the thing is, is like it's super difficult to be like, oh, you know, I don't care. Everybody cares about winning and losing, man. It doesn't like we're all competing in life, let alone in jiu-jitsu. Like we're all competing for partners. We're all competing yeah. for business. We're all competing for money. We're all competing every day. You're competing against other people in society. This is a normal like way of life you're competing every day animals compete for food animals compete for position animals compete for territory you're competing all the time but what you have to do is recognize where your opinion of yourself or your ego actually negatively impacts your ability to improve and that's that's a hard balance to figure out and it takes a lot of time man yeah it's not it's not easy to navigate because again we all want to win we all we all want to be the best and the biggest and the strongest and the right. king of the ring, the king Kong, and the champion of the jungle and all that. It's normal. It's nature. It's biologically instilled in you for you to survive, for your genetics to be passed on to the next generation. Because that's what you need to do. But I think there's you know, a training to be done. Yeah. Which is the response to let's say the worst thing that can happen. Right. You got submitted. Okay. Yeah. So I, yesterday I was training Phantom. He was looking after me. And then anyway, he done one position, he done it all the time. Boom, got me in a, both legs, got me in a knee lock. Yeah. I, straight away, straight away, my, how can I, what's the best move for me, like, to escape? You know what I mean? Like, like you can't just go, oh, you know, like, where, what can I do better here? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, so use that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think I, smaller guys, I think they're more inclined to learn quicker. I'm, yeah, but they can't rely on physical attributes. That's, 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 that's what I mean. That's, that's what the thing, like. Away. You, you, but this is a thing. Like I, I've talked about, I talked about on the podcast with Carrot. We talked with Carrot, one of the white belts here that's been mm. training for like a year, year and a half, whatever. And it, it doesn't matter what your physical attribute, you will rely on it to some extent. Guys that are really flexible rely on flexibility. Guys that are really fit and fast rely on being fit and fast. Guys that are big and strong and powerful rely on that. It's not wrong to rely on that. It's not wrong. It's a natural default to use the strength that you have. Just like a girl will use their femininity and their beauty to get what they want. Yeah. Just like a guy will use their aggression and their masculinity to get do the things that they need to do. It's normal, it's natural. But the problem is, is understanding where relying on that thing doesn't actually help you improve the skill. Yes. And that's the problem. You cannot overcome a lack of knowledge, all right, or a lack of understanding through it attribute physical attribute it doesn't work mm. or it only lasts for a period of time it'll last for three minutes and after three mm. minutes your attributes gone i think i think when, when you get older also and you've been doing it for longer periods of time you actually yeah. you you get more satisfaction out of doing different things yep yes sure. exploring and, and yeah, yeah. finding new ways to do stuff yeah, sure. i don't get a big kick out of submitting anyone anymore i just get a kick out you used to get a big kick out of submitting someone that's higher belt than you yeah 
That's an ego thing. Yeah, but, sure. But now I really, you know, a pass or a sweep. Sweeps are, uh, are pretty cool, Yeah, I think. I think, and, you, and, and doing some kind of move that you've been looking at on, on uh, for a while and going, oh, fuck, I've done that. For me, it's exactly yeah. the same nowadays. That's where that. I get the thrill. Yeah. I, th- I think what happens is as you get, like, more experience with the thing, you, your goals start to change, like you're saying. So instead of your goal being, like, to beat and win and do all this stuff, you, you're starting to... You, you're starting to change the human being too and the way you think about things and yeah. the way you understand and the way you recognise and then you go like, you know what, I don't have to fight to the death with this guy. I don't need to smash this person and beat them and submit them 20 times in one train because, you know what, that's not even a goal for myself. That's a mm-hmm. goal against another human being. How about I set a goal for myself? All right, I want to do this sweep as many times as I can this row. I want to mm-hmm. do this submission as many times as I can in this month. I want to do blah, blah, blah. And e- even though there is another person involved, the goal's not based on the other person. Mm. And this is something that it's not a big change in what's happening act, like in, in action, but it's a big change mindset. of mindset. Mm. Oh. You're not doing things competitively fighting against another human being in your mind. You're just trying to attempt the thing that you're trying to attempt. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't work, you look at it, adjust it, and you do it again. And it really changes how you can kind of navigate it and doesn't become so demoralising when it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Do you think that's also associated with people that if you come more often, yeah. if you only come twice a week to jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. I think it's harder to break that cycle. 100%. Very true. If, if you're here every day... Habit is everything, 100%. Yeah. But not only that, you, if you're here every day, you're going to be here tired, you're going to be yeah. here hangover. If you drink, you're going to be here not in your best day. Yeah. And that will make you go, you know, you, you can't take your pride away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you take yeah, your pride away. You just can't rely on that attribute that you normally rely on. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You might be a really fit, strong CrossFit guy or a bodybuilder or whatever, but you do three day, days of jiu-jitsu in a row. You're not going to feel good. You're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. Yeah. And man, like, even for me, there's times that I'll come to training after a heavy weight session. That's a completely different scenario. Like what I could have done with somebody in the morning, then I do a weight session in the afternoon, I can't do anymore. We don't feel that difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you guys might not feel the difference, but it's a difference for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's a difference Using for me. Using fake weights too. Yeah, it's all balloons, <laughs> just air in there. Um, for sure, man. But like, yeah, it's just for looks. Um, yeah. Like, man, it, it, this is never going to be easy. It, the, and, and like you guys are saying, like, the longer you're doing it, the more you're there, the more consistently you're exposing yourself to this, the more likely you're able to change that kind of block in your mind. For I, sure. I wish I'd started earlier. I yeah. didn't know about it. No. So I, no one really knew about it. I remember because I played a lot of rugby. Mm. And then the reason I was, I've been looking for something like this, which is mm. not in contact because, you know, I, I was on piss. Yeah. As I do, you know, a twenty year old and my head got put through a concrete fence yeah. by some bouncers. And after that I wasn't allowed to play contract sports. Yeah, yeah. So I played touch footy for ten years, yeah, which yeah. is like oh, mate. You know, hard work. It doesn't have the same physicality. Yeah. yeah. So I, for, for ages, you know, I was looking for something that had contact and But and wasn't such a big impact. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't gonna that. wasn't gonna send me unconscious really easily or wasn't gonna give me brain damage or something like that. Yeah. So um, I think jiu-jitsu really fills that void really well for, for a lot of people, and especially for people that are older that, you know, that might have done, you know, MMA or, or, or you know, karate or something like yeah. that, and they're no longer getting hit in the head or something, yeah. or boxing, yeah. boxing, you know. I just also, I think it's a, such a, a intricate game, like, you know, like chess, you know what I mean? Mm. It makes your mind super mm. sharp, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're learning something, you know, you, you, it's, it's really good, like, rather than, 
now I'm really get excited about, you know, learning stuff, you know, um, like rather than going to the gym, mm. you know, we all go, some of us go to the gym, yeah. some of us don't, but going to the gym and pumping iron and getting fit. Now you, you come to jiu-jitsu, you get fit, but you also learn this skill. Yeah, it's a journey of skill acquisition. Yeah. But so also a little... journey in life as well. You, know, you, you learn, obviously, when you're on the mats, you know, a lot of this other stuff stripped away and you just you just rolling with your mates. Mm. There's a camaraderie as well that's yeah. like really nice uh, la- it's a gathering family. affair, it's a which family. is super good. We miss that a bit in society when yeah. we're working, you know what I mean? Like, and then you come in here, you have that time where you exercise. We also have a chat with someone, talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have a laugh. It's very... Learning a skill as well. Learning a yeah. skill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of facets that make it super kind of like addictive and, and interesting for people and... Man, like I say this maybe probably twice an episode, but like it's just a condensed, compacted version of life. The ups and downs, the the, the trials and tribulations, the the setbacks, the victories, the ups, the, the, all the turmoil, the chaotic thing that it is, man. It's just like life, man. It's just a more controlled, compact scenario of life. And yeah, you're right. It's way more interesting than lifting weights. You know what I mean? Or fighting for that one percent less body yeah, fat or whatever. Just, like it's it's a completely different journey, man. It's a skill-based pursuit, man. It's just learning. I, you know, when you get older, um, I think acquiring knowledge about whatever it is mm-hmm. you know, in life is is such a fulfilling a, pursuit. Yeah. Yes, it, 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 you just go. Oh, you know, it's a beautiful thing to be able. It, knowledge is power. You know, not that I'm looking for more power, but just knowledge is really beautiful. If I, like I liked, like I told you the other day, when I was sitting on the toilet, rather than sitting on the toilet and play some kind of game on my yeah, on, on my, your phone. Learn a language or something. Yeah. I should learn the Portuguese next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. I, I think cool. That, like this is the kind of saying that a lot of people say. It's like through the mastery of one thing, you learn how to master all things. And I think like as you deepen your kind of understanding and as you deepen your appreciation for like jiu-jitsu and martial arts, you start to deepen and under, your understanding and appreciation for all other things as well. You know what I mean? Like the way you can enjoy a rugby match and the way you can enjoy like certain um you know the qualities of food and meat and yeah. things like that you just increase the richness of your of your life because you're learning about appreciation as well yeah. you're starting to appreciate things for how they are and, and the beauty of what they are as opposed to well i like it like this and like man this is a lot of the attitude that exists now and now, I think you would change a lot of problems in the world if people just got beat up every day and actually experienced something difficult you know what i mean so yeah, it's an extremely powerful kind of pursuit to be involved with. You know what I mean? So, yeah. mm. Bruce, um, you know, like you, do you have any uh, parallels that you can make? Like, you know, just like Anto is saying, like this is a mini version of life, you know, where you like you fall, you have to stand up, you do it again, you know, like we can't just yeah. stop it. For my work? Or do you have parallels work? With, with work, with business and jiu-jitsu that you think okay. they're what do you, very... What do you do for work for people that don't um, know? I'm a builder. Yeah. Um, I have a company. Actually, we're in the same street as yeah. here. Olgara. That's you convenient. Know, it's convenient. It's conven- I'll tell you, I'll explain a little bit later, but yeah. um, it's convenient because my wife doesn't know I train a jiu-jitsu yeah. four times a week, whatever. All right, we won't release that part. Yeah, later. yeah. Oh, this is okay. She won't read it. <laughs> well, she might, actually. <laughs> but um, I tell her I come on Tuesday nights yeah. and sometimes I come on Saturday. Yeah. So that's it for her. Yeah. But she hasn't clued up because she washes all these geese and no geese. But anyway, she's... <laughs> Maybe she does know. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but um, parallels with work. Okay, it work is my, my work. You know, I'm a builder, so we have like a 
45 full-time staff. So it's a fairly big business. Yeah. Um, it's fairly stressful. Uh, we build mainly high-end homes and, and stuff like that. Mm. So it is stressful, but what I enjoy, with Jiu-Jitsu is able to give me is a release of stress. Um, it's, 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 it's not a heaps of parallels. But I, I use it differently. I, I come down here, have a roll, and one, once I leave here mm. and go home, yeah. I just go, oh, you know, I want to choose that yeah. night. I just feel a lot better. Although I'm tired, yeah. it, just, it just releases a lot of stress, you know. Um, stress builds up and it, it kills and it kills people. People. Yeah. Stress bad. It does. Mm. So I think getting rid of the stress and jiu-jitsu really helps me. Not that I go too silly or anything, mm. but just, it just, it's just a release. You don't have to think about anything but getting choked out or something mm. like that, you know what I mean? You cannot think about anything else when you have yeah. someone try to choke you out. Yeah. You have to be fully yeah. focused. You have on to be fully defending in the or activity, next yeah. move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a very therapeutic. Like like cooking, a lot of yeah. people say that's the same. I, it, because I used to be fairly aggressive. Yeah. Um, Most guys are, man. Every yeah. dude does. That's how, that's how we learn to express stuff, man, through aggression. Yeah, but but jujitsu takes the aggression away. I think. Yes. I think it teaches you how to channel it productively. I don't think you ever really lose your aggression or your like this desire to be active and do things and i think like you mellow out as you get older as well but like i think it just because man i would say that i'm a fairly intense extreme person you know what i mean but i I feel like i don't think i'm a i don't think like i'm a i don't think you don't drink yeah yeah man that's why some some guys have said mate i'm glad that guy doesn't drink i mean yeah i know man (laughs) anyway like moving moving through that like I'm a, I'm a fairly intense, extreme person, and and I'm very disciplined and all that type of thing. But like, if I did, man, even if I didn't drink, if I didn't have anything productive to channel all that energy into, man, I would I would get in trouble. I would do stupid stuff. I would get I would get arrested. I would have these problems, yeah. man. But what it does is it gives you an outlet of where you can be masculine, and it's not wrong to be masculine, where you can go and do the things that in in a productive manner. Like uh, 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 I'm gonna work, I'm gonna train every day, twice a day, and do and work for a goal to be a world champion in jiu-jitsu or whatever. Whereas like I think a lot of people are kind of like um, forced into situations in their life where they're kind of like criticized for being themselves, man. And it's whether it's a masculine component or whatever, and it's like. Man, like you had an awesome experience where you could be as masculine as you wanted on a, yeah. on, a pro- on a property and hit things with a hammer and cut things up and do all yeah. this stuff, man. A lot of people are not, man. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, what I mean, right. this is just a, this is a very it's a it's such a powerful outlet, man. But it channels, you know. So for example, yeah. there are mellow guys, super mm-hmm. mellow. They in jujitsu, they become a bit more aware. They become a bit more, you know what I mean? Like oh, really? yeah, sharpen yeah, yeah. up. So it kind of balances out and yeah. channel. In a good, like Anthony's saying, but in a I know good what direction. you're saying too. You can't, you kind of remove your aggression a little bit, but I don't. You think... get tired, but yeah. people say, man, people like oh, when they, when you when you started, like there was a back on the day in, in Brazil. Yeah, um, there was a very bad um, uh, bad reputation for jiu-jitsu because just there was always thugs. fights and this. It was just all thugs and and yeah. it was just know, fights. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every every nightclub would go. I knew the, the the newspaper would put, oh, Brazilian. Even there wasn't. I mean, the funny thing, <laughs> the most of these yeah. fights. Whenever mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu guys, because jiu-jitsu guys are too tired at yeah. home, mate, sleeping because yeah, yeah. they want to train next day, yeah. and next day was harder than the day before training. Mm-hmm. So they were not them, you know. It was just the guys that come once a week, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. yeah. They can choke someone out. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah. Right, oh, right, no, yeah, let yeah. me do it here. But there's, always, there's always going to be like a you know bad apple kind of people that misuse like whatever skill they had. Like 
you can teach people all the techniques in the world and some people are going to choose to do stupid stuff with it. Some people like, you know what I mean? You can, you can give everybody a car and some people are going to choose to hit somebody with it. That's, yeah. that's the yeah. nature of the world, man. People aren't amazing. Yeah. The world's pretty, pretty crazy, man. The world's pretty unflattering if you look at it from a big picture. You know what I mean? The most part, people are nice and helpful and amazing, but you know what I mean? There's but in essence, would 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 kind of bring a, a certain level of balance, no, you know, no, for no. a hyperactive kid, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe been... it brings the, the hyperactive down to a exactly. more level and the yeah. other guys, you know. Correct. Up to the, yeah. to 100%. Yeah. It balances it, it, it out. It balances yeah. out. So everyone's kind of like uh, kind of the same yeah. in, in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So For sure. Um, it's, it's, it's just the, in the fact. Well, you feel like you need to just... It's kind of not strict, but it's also there's rules and regulations of how to behave, which I think is really good for some people who are kind of hyperreactive and, and, and a bit psycho. So I, yeah. think, I think those kind of those rules keep people a little bit moulded to where they should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not in an extreme way. It's just like yeah, tradition things. and things like that, like, oh, this is how you tie your belt, bow on the yeah. mat, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's a – I think martial arts, again, is just such a, a powerful pursuit, man. It's such a condensed version of life. And you're going to learn all these things and about channeling aggression and all these all these things like that. And it's going to we, – we've talked about the things you read in Hickson's book and stuff like that. And, like, the guy that's not confident, like you said, he brings up his confidence. And the guy that's yeah. too aggressive and overbearing or whatever, yeah. it kind of brings him down and makes him more mellow. It's, and it, It's humbling, yeah. especially if you get a little, little guy submitting you. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of humbling. Absolutely, 100%, 100%. You start to recognise that, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not what you think, right. it's not what you believe, it's yeah. not what you want, it's what it is. And it is this and you learn how to do this and then you can and you can operate in that way. And if you're humble about learning it, you start to change who you are as a person, but you also learn this amazing skill and you have control over scenarios. I think, yeah, I think I think that's one of the reasons um, I became less aggressive. Yeah. Is because I the aggression doesn't I, help. I, I, I'm waiting, yeah, I'm waiting, yeah, yeah, yeah. just sitting. I'm waiting, I'm on the fence. Going, you're pretty still aggressive. But I'm anyway. on a place that I've never been before, on the fence. <laughs> but I remember rolling from, with some guys when I was a white belt that were obviously a little bit above me, and, yep. and, and but really small, and, and yep. they could submit me really easily. And I remember thinking, fuck me, you know, if I mm. if I go out and get in a fight, and this fight, is, you know, because you, when you're out on the town in a fight when I was a younger guy, yeah. I'd, you wouldn't fight anyone bigger than you. you. You could always, you know, fight someone smaller than you yeah. because you more than likely going to guarantee you're going to win, yeah. kind of thing, if there's going to be a fight. Kind of yeah. thing. But when it came to jiu-jitsu... That didn't work anymore. That didn't work anymore. So it really put it, put, it changed my mindset about going, yeah, man, I'm, not, you know, I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know, there's, there's people that are you know, like basically half my size that can beat the shit out of me. Yeah. And I'm an idiot to think that I can get in a fight and not know about this stuff. Mm. So I think that was a, a, a big thing as well. Big realisation. Yeah, yeah. Mate, every, everyone would come across that. Everyone who trains jiu-jitsu would come here and realise that that could potentially happen to them, especially if they're a young, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old and getting heaps of fights when they're out. Yeah. Yeah. That, that culture's obviously changed now. It used to be, a, um, and you'd probably get it in, in Brazil, but there used to be lots of fights when I was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I can imagine. Yeah. If, if, it wasn't, it was crazy. if it wasn't a fight, it wasn't a party. So yeah, I think like what you guys are talking about is kind of like the change of dynamics in the world. I think like a lot of dudes are becoming yeah. a lot more feminine and like that type of attitude is disappearing from dudes. So they need jujitsu to kind yeah. of bring their, bring their 
you know masculinity back up and to be be a little more assertive maybe yeah and i think maybe on the other end there's a lot of people of the opposite sex that are starting to become a lot more aggressive and angry and domineering and all that type of stuff and i think jiu-jitsu can help them there's no one here like that yeah um, look there's people everywhere that struggle with those things and whether it's dudes or women it doesn't Mm. really matter like we talked about before is by doing this, by exposing yourself to this scenario where people will beat you, it yeah. doesn't, I, I've never been, of course, everybody's been submitted. It doesn't matter what level mm. you are now. It might be difficult to submit you now, but it took 10 years plus to get to that point. But people don't want to look at that. People don't mm. want to look at the eight years of being submitted consistently. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They just want to look at right now. Oh, but it's easy for you. Man, it wasn't easy for me. But maybe I have some yeah. attributes that help a little bit or the way I think about it helps a little bit yeah. compared to other people. But, man, everybody struggles through stuff. And if you work hard enough, you'll get yeah. to a position that you can you can enjoy that. Which is quite funny, making a parallel. Uh, the other day we were driving, Bruce, and I, um, I try to use the time well enough, you know, when I'm close to people that actually inspire me. I think you inspire me a lot. Thanks, uh, <laughs> seriously. And I, I get a lot of um, advice from you, you know what I mean, uh, you're very successful in your uh, line of work, and uh, and and for me, there was there's a lot of value information as well, and also inspiring on how you handle things. You know what I mean? Like you, you always uh, a humble guy. You know, like you can interact with everyone. Like I really look up to that. So I ask you, uh, what was your turning point where it made you like just working uh, to become a very um, famous? You know, what was the turning point? Remember this question I asked yeah, you in the yeah. car. So what was the what was the turning point? Did you did did you do a house? Yeah, you, you suddenly start becoming like making multi million dollar houses. Like what mm-hmm. was it? And you uh, there was like you done some uh, sports uh, personality house or you know like that. And you said, do you remember what was your answer? I remember. Uh, I remember the question. I can't remember what it said. Yeah, you said to me, oh look, you just man, just go to work, work harder, yeah. do your best. Is one day after the other, mm-hmm. and this is so um, interesting because. There's a lot of people that might look up to you or even like people that started jiu-jitsu and I want to open a gym and they look up and they just think that this is going to happen just one day to the other. You know what I mean? I do remember that now, yeah. But also, you know, you're you're also inspiring, both of you, by the way. But um, I think a really important thing is when you're a younger guy, really choose a a direction and a path in life that you enjoy. Yeah. My dad, when he was alive, used to say, listen, if if you choose something you really love, You'll never work a day in your life, and you guys have probably heard that. But yeah. it's 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 true, you know. I really enjoy uh, what I do. Yeah. Um, and if I I would be doing it for free, if or if I wasn't getting paid, I'd still be doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I re- I really it's really easy to do well at it because you'll work a lot. Yeah. yeah. And 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 you're you know you push the boundaries to do better because it's you're enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, it's a so craft. It's, it's a craft you yeah, chose, so, and, and it gives you great satisfaction to so do it. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's important for a lot of people in life just to just to understand and be be honest with themselves about um, what it is they really want to do. You know, you 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 come from a family that your brother's a lawyer or something, and and your your mum and dad might think you're a bit weird running yeah, yeah. running a gym. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah, it's right. like you get a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But it's something that you've enjoyed, and yeah. and, it, and you can do well at that. Yeah. Yes. Every, there's, 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 people ask me some of the kind of questions, but there's a, there's a, 
there's little pockets of everything in the world. Mm. You know, if you if you really like doing that, you will become successful at it. If you you know put your mind to it and work hard at it, and work but, hard. But yeah. Exactly, but that doesn't necessarily. Oh, I just like it, and things will happen oh. on the fall on your lap, right? No, no, that, no. That, that, that's but it's so, easy to work hard. It's easy to work more hours than what their normal person would work. You know, like yeah. you know, which is what a business person. Ended up, ended up doing, right? You work yeah. more hours than a normal five, you know, nine to five job. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone gave us a definition about running a business that I found really good. It was the most most stressful and cool thing that he ever done. Yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. really, really That's good. Cool, right? yeah. uh, but it, 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 does re- it does require a lot of work, heaps of work. Just yeah. Constantly, I see yourself like you know, like in in, in again, like I saw, I saw how much you work. You know, mm-hmm. you're always coming here. You mm-hmm. never like, oh, okay, now you know you're always always on the go, always hustling. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. um, and I get a lot of my advice from you. You know, like uh, you know, opinions. You know, yeah. and I think this is one thing that people should use more, but they don't use really well. Like, um, there are people that have knowledge. In certain areas that you wanted, to, you started to step in, you know, or you wanted to step in, and people instead of like uh, asking humbly, asking for these people for some advice, you know, especially you have friends and things like that, they actually looking and talking to people that never done before nothing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like whatever that person will tell you, that's yeah. man, that's bollocks, you know. Yeah, it doesn't pointless. do it. It's pointless. Yeah. It's a waste of time. But it sounds good, and people like listening to stuff that sounds good, man. But what would you, what advice, Bruce, would you give it to someone like there? It's like a young guy, you know what I mean, right. just starting doing things. Um, what what kind of like do what he, he loves to do it? But yeah. what about if you're gonna open a business? What what would be your advice for them? Mate, like exactly what you do. Talk to talk to people who've already walked that road. Find a mentor. Yeah, but I, we we I've got a business partner as well. He's a couple of years younger than me. We had. We made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Like we made shitloads of mistakes because all we had, I had two and a half thousand dollars when we started, mm-hmm. in, in like twenty odd years ago, twenty two years ago, and we were both pretty young and we probably drank too much and carried on and all that kind of stuff. And spent the weekend looking for chicks, but um, as you do, as you do when you you know yeah. twenty four years old, yeah. whatever. But I had two and a half thousand dollars. He had to go and put two and a half thousand dollars on his credit card, and we both put that into a bank yeah. and said, "Okay, we're going to give this a crack." Mm. You know, we're gonna we're gonna rip in and see what see what see what can happen, um, and that's how it started. Like we yeah. made heaps of mistakes because we didn't have a mentor. Yeah. So, do you have we, access to somebody that can help you? Not not, not really. We learn by mistakes. You have to, but that's yeah. that's the normal the process of life. Yeah, absolutely. Learn um, through experience. But you can speed up if you have someone exactly. to give you guidance. Yeah. Exactly. And not make the same mistakes that even can take you out of business sometimes. So exactly on the so, reality. So. What we should have done is is, is spoken to other people that could help us. Like, I, yeah. I, my dad wasn't around, so I couldn't ask him for advice or anything like that. Yeah. So um, I just I just think just getting advice from people that have walked that road before is probably a really really helpful, and and just get some a mentor like you yeah. said, you know, so, someone who's gonna you know is gonna help you a bit. You know, become successful. You need to be work hard, but you also need a little bit of luck. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. 100%. It doesn't. For sure. <laughs> it doesn't. 100%. You know, I, I can say I worked hard and I deserved every thing, but there's a little bit that is a bit of luck associated as well. Hundred so. percent. You ri- you're always risking things, and you and you yeah. man, you yeah. overreach a little bit, but that's how you get to the next step yeah. and you move forward. And it's a bit of risk and a bit of luck and a lot, a lot of hard work, and yeah. that's the formula. That's life. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. That is that's, life. That, that's 
competitive jiu-jitsu as well. Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? You go into competitions, you think this, you do that, you make one bad decision, you lose everything, oh shit, go back, start again. Um, just keeping on that with like the mentorship, I have like a question. Um, like, man, as a, as a dude that's like such a su- successful guy and, man, you, you're a father, a husband, you know, a business owner, you're a leader in your community of stuff. Like, how do you, how do you deal with, like, um, for the most part, like, you take on a lot of responsibility and a lot of stress and you, and you really are leading, like, a whole bunch of people. Like, how do you, how do you take on, like, not really being... Emotionally involved, or no, not not even emotionally involved. I mean, more like like appreciated for that because I I guarantee there's probably not people going like oh man oh, all the time, yeah. right? It's just yeah. it's a kind of like a thankless job. So how how do you kind of deal with that? Like what what how do you frame things in your mind for you to mm. be motivated to keep doing that? I I, th- I think you got to remove yourself from and not look not expect that yeah not, yeah. not a, you know you you got to you got to not care about that stuff anymore. yeah. I really don't care what people think anymore, yeah. at all. Um, I just I, I do what I think's right. Yeah. And if someone comes up and says, "Listen, mate, you're doing a great job. I, I really appreciate yeah, that." Yeah. But I, I, you I, do, no, the challenge is with within yourself, kind of thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you no, no, you're no longer you're never ever looking for praise from other people. Um, you know, th- there'll be a time when I sit down mm. when I'm retired and go, oh, my God, how the hell did I get to here? This yeah. is amazing. I must yeah. have done really well. Yeah. But, but um, You don't even think about it right you now. You don't think yeah. about that process because there's always a future goal. Yeah. Like I, every year I sit down and I, and I write so a list of goals of this year and I check what I did last year and see how, how I went. Yeah. So there's obviously short-term, long-term and medium-term goals. Yeah. And I just tick them off and go, okay, well, I need, I need to work on this area here and, you know, so I, I have little goals and it just makes life a lot easier. I yeah. think if, if you're constantly achieving those little bits and what eventually happens is there's a kind of a little bit of like a snowball effect happening. Yeah, and, to build it up. Yeah, but, but yeah. It, it, it... Momentum. It, it, Works in your favour, yeah, yeah. Because my business is is no longer my business. Yeah. It's it's everyone's business who works in it. Yeah. You know, I don't simply make this business. It's got a... It's, it's now... Um, it's now got a like a... A heartbeat and a soul of its own. Yeah. What actually makes that is the people in it. Yeah. You know, I I might be uh, a certain kind of person, but it no longer is reflective of me. It's reflective of the people in it. Yeah. So it kind of snowballs. And if those pe- if I select the pe- right people in the right positions, it's like having a footy rugby yeah. team. You know, um, you got to get uh, the fast guy in the wing or the you know the big guy at the prop. If you get them in the wrong positions, they're going to screw everything yeah, up. Yeah, you're not going to win the game. Yeah. So life's a little bit like that, and having a business is a little bit like that as well. So you got all these all these positions in your business, like different hierarchies yeah. and stuff, and you got to get the right person, the right 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 job. Yeah. Otherwise, your business won't work, and you'll lose. Yeah. So I think that's a little thing that we try and strive to do as well. You know, as you get older, you realise these things. Mm. Like I've never been to seminars or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. It, it, you just learn through doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, and what feels right yeah. and not really caring about what too many people said, you know, that, that aren't important yeah. that I don't look up to and appreciate. Yeah. So I think I think just learning for yourself is, is a pretty good way to go. Yeah. Just one other thing with that, like how do you, how does it, did you ever struggle with allowing people to do like their roles or their jobs or whatever without like th- were you ever like worried about that you know what yeah, i mean yeah it, how, how do you deal with that kind it, of it, it, anxiety or or, or I, worry you've, you've got to you just got to take a leap of faith kind yeah, of thing you've got to um 
you've got to understand that you chose that person for that position yeah, because yeah. of certain quality qualities. 100%, yeah. And you've got to trust your judgment every now and then. So if you don't do that, you become kind of stale and stagnant, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think you've got to really trust um, some people in positions. And, and I think, I think um, you know, We've made, I've made mistakes. I've put yeah. people in the wrong position before, but you've got to learn from those. If you don't learn mistakes, you're doing the same mistake again. So you got, as long as you learn from those mistakes, yeah. like, you know, we, we're, we're all familiar with making mistakes, but most of us um, are pretty good and we might make it only once or twice. But if you're making it three times, you're just, you're just, being, you're just being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What about with people like underperforming and stuff like that? Have you ever had any experience with that or not? Yeah, I, 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 I'm not – I don't. I, if people underform, they're gone. Yeah. Um, it's I I sit down and, and I what actually happens when if someone underperforms a couple of times, I give them a warning. But if someone underperforms, I really need to sit down and understand why they're underperforming. Yeah. Is it something I'm doing? Yeah. Can I be better? Yeah. Um, and understand what's where their headspace is at. Yeah. Um, is this the role in life? If this is this the role they would really want to do? Yeah. And I'll have a bit of a spiel and chat to them about like, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, do something else. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just making it a problem for everybody. Yeah. yeah but you also you're wasting. Most importantly of all, you're wasting your life. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. the older you get, the more you realise. You don't have that much time. No, man. I probably got without. You know, I probably got like. 12, 15 good summers left where I go on the beach and, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because before I become too old. And Jet shit, skiing and in the, yeah, in the water, fun, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because, and, and it's really, that's really, that's probably the biggest stress I have Yeah. and not doing stuff that I really, really wanted to do and, and getting to, you know, 65 years old or whatever and going, fuck, I should have done that and that. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm scared of. That's a hard balance though, man, because like you know you, I mean? the other people on the other end are like, you know, I mean, they get to sixty-five or whatever, and they've got nothing, and they've not achieved anything, and they've they yeah. didn't 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 they didn't have an enjoyable life either. They didn't, man. Like, because at the end of it, I mean, I've listened to a lot of people talk on podcasts in person. I've listened to a lot of people that like are my, my you know around my grandparents and stuff like that. And like, the thing that they all talk about at the end of it, you know, I mean, they're 70, 80 years old. They're you know they're on death's doorstep, like. What do they talk about? Man, they talk about the times where they had nothing, where they were in China, where they were in Russia, where they were migrating here or escaping yeah. this or fleeing from, uh, you know, a military scenario. And, like, man, the, these are the stories. These are, the, the, the like, the adventures that they had that yeah. they're happy about. Like, man, this, this pursuit to being better and greater, man, these are just all memories and stories that, you know, I mean, mm. give richness to your life. Like, I don't think you would be happier if you did just indulge and enjoy all these yeah. things and you don't have this struggle and, and yeah, you know I, what I, I mean? I agree because my, the most fun I've ever had is mm. when I've had zero money, Mm-mm-mm. you know, just... Very true. Just like seriously, I sleep on the street or whatever, kind oh. of in a fuel of my car mm. or, you know, selling... <clears throat> the hardest thing was to drink Hollandia, like a terrible beer, man. That was very really? cheap. Yeah. Horrible, Jesus food. Christ. Yeah, yeah, I had the ache everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. See, I, Aside from that, and, and, and when I was traveling overseas, you know, just tra- just I ate cornflakes hmm. for twelve months. Backpacking. Yeah, yeah. I ate just cornflakes um, because they were the cheapest thing they could. I actually didn't mind them. No, without milk, by the way. Oh, yeah, just just, just, just cornflakes. Crunchy yeah, yeah, yeah. For twelve months straight. <laughs> twelve months straight. Where, where, where'd you check, go travel? Check. Where'd you go? Where was your uh, everywhere? Cross country, country, Europe, and everything. Just by okay. myself into Northern Africa. And, oh wow, man! And I lived with um, a guy in Northern Africa. 
uh, with his family. I met him on the, just in Tangier, Morocco, hmm. and he and um, I went and lived with his family in the Rift Mountains, and um, it was like a, a taxi I paid for it. He bought a chicken on the way, and um, we get you get into this <laughs> mud hut in the mountains. Yeah. This is serious, man. Yeah, yeah. And and his dad he had his dad he had his dad had two wives yeah. that he had. Like eight brothers, no daughters. I'm dead. I think yeah. they killed the daughters. Yeah. I'm serious. They uh, had no running water, no power, no phone, no yeah. transport, except for donkeys and camels. Yeah. And they smuggle hash into Spain. Okay. <laughs> that was their that was their profession. Yeah. That was yeah. That was, was their profession. They grew they grew, grew hash and smuggled into Spain. Yeah. yeah. So I was there for a while. I don't know how long, but a fair while. You and forgot. Yeah, we, we had the chicken for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Um, <laughs> um, well, that explains your your late uh, flying amber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your delayed flying amber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they would just make these little egg. Well, to help. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, that mounds the shit. Yeah. It was like this egg stuff. Like they used to like it was an egg shape. Yeah, yeah. And, and what they'd put it inside. Well, they'd, no, they'd wrap it in heaps of lad wrap and melted and like that stuff. And when I, I remember, this is probably. You know, I'll talk about it anyway. But when I was in um, Barcelona, just travelling around eating cornflakes, I was, um, I bought some hash from the square, Mm-mm. and it was an egg shaped. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, you know, I didn't think much of it until I got to Morocco, and I was living in the mountains with a dude, and I said, mate, why is it egg shaped? He says, well, it's easier for us to swallow and dump it out. Yeah. 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 Boom. Yeah. 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 Get it? Yeah, yeah I get yeah, it. I get it. it. No, yeah. I get it. Uh, and you're like, oh, yuck. Oh, no, I consumed that before. Oh, my that God. body flakes were better. But it's a pretty, pretty, pretty cool experience just being just lost. Like I used to, this is back when we had no phones and yeah. I used to just, I, I so just really love just getting lost and that mm. no one knows who you are yeah. or where you are. And it's just a sense of freedom when you have no money. It was just epic, hmm. and um, no tra- responsibility, man. No responsibility. Exactly, and, and traveling is. I enjoy traveling, but traveling, I met some pretty cool people. Hmm. Traveling, uh, and and then you know I used to walk along the train, uh, in the train, and and just look for someone I wanted to sit down with and just chat to, whether that's like a seven-year-old man or a hot chick or whatever. Hmm. You, you just just chat with them, and you might go stay with them for a while or whatever. You know, it's just it's just it's just it's just the freedom. To, to live and also learn, you know, traveling when you, you learn a lot as well. Yeah. Experiencing um, other people, different cultures, everything. But the thing that you're saying about your grandparents are telling you a story that that's it's a similar kind of story. I was it was it, when you're traveling and when you're escaping, you're, you're learning a lot of new skills and learning a lot of thing about things about life and places. And I, it's I totally totally get that. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just interesting because you know. Man, life's complex, man. And and the thing is, is like that you there's a, there's a beauty and amazingness to that freedom with no responsibility, and there's a beauty and amazingness to having an uncontrollable amount of stressful responsibility. Like there's benefits and negatives to everything. Like I try to talk about talk about this stuff all the time with jujitsu because people ask me, "What's the best sweep? What's the best submission? Yeah. What's the best?" Man, like the, you, you, yeah. you're misinterpreting. There isn't anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Just like there's no best way to live. There's no best way to have a relationship. Some people have five wives. Some people have one wife. And 
I think what hap- what's happened particularly in Western countries now is like people have set their roots in the ground and they stand here and say, no, the way I live is correct mm. and the way everyone else lives is mm. wrong. And it's just a completely lunatic way to, to approach things. Mm. It's a very closed-minded, rigid, fanatical way to approach stuff. And I think it's scary, man, the way things are kind of progressing. Like the people are getting more and more in that direction. And it, it's sad to see, man. It's sad to see that like expression and the beauty of life is limited because of the way you have to live. Because if you don't live like that, you're a bad person. That's why it's so good to travel. Because yeah. you open your mind and you look at this guy. Oh, man, they always put avocado on the pizza. Jesus. <laughs> that's disgusting. You, that's, that's, Italy, that's, oh, would, and then you try you. and then you go, man, that works. Yeah. Yeah. It actually doesn't seem not too bad. Yeah. You know, man, like all that did, kind of thing. If you did you know? the pineapple with avocado in Italy, man, that would, really? that would oh, beat man, you up, I, I don't do the avocado. I've tried that. Yeah. I remember I nearly <laughs> had a fight when I arrived in Sydney. I went to this Italian guy after night, a bit mm. drunk as well. I said, mate. He gave me the pizza I purchased. He go, I said, man, you have some tomato sauce. Like, oh. what for? Because so, oh. where you put it. I said, man, because I, because I want tomato sauce, man. The guy, I'm not. I said, like, yeah. Mm. Like, you almost got in a punch up over some tomato yeah, sauce. I know, like, I know. As a, as a kid when I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to use if dad cooked a steak. Can't put sauce on that. No. Because that's rude for the yeah. chef. That means yeah. that the meal doesn't taste nice and you're yeah. putting extra stuff on there. Yes, yes, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, you learned it, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I oh, learned it. I learned oh, it. So no, no, I learned it. I learned it, exactly. You learn all that stuff, you know, when you travel, you know. Yeah, um, yeah this is the beauty about, like, getting to, to travel. I remember one time I was leaving. As soon as I moved, I lived, because I want to improve my English, so I lived with a Aussie couple and yeah. a girl. Yeah. And it was a three-bedroom house. As well, Everyone was Aussie, me, Brazil. Yeah. I said, man, that's the best way to learn yeah, English. Exactly. That's where I learned the, the word cattle. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, cattle. Yeah, I was like, man, how are we going to oh, learn that if you don't with these guys? Yeah. I thought you said cattle. I said cattle. I said What's the thing here? What's the name? Cattle is like cows and kettle is like the... Kettle. 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 It's like hungry and angry. Anyway, they pleased me one day with something. I said, guys, I'm going to make you a Brazilian barbecue. Don't worry about the Saturday. So I get these like, man, four kilos of, you know, different stuff, season. Put it all on the barbie. And then... Boy, man, this is smoke coming out, you know. They're all like, I don't know, like, man, just started. Uh, then it, like, we're having a little chat, have a little drink. Okay, oh, okay, time to eat. They got, each one got their own thing. <laughs> we have, still have, like, three kilos of the bar. They're just oh, like, really? all right, no, just going to have drinks. I was like, yeah, no, learn no. a lesson, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a different way, man. They're not going to stay and eat <laughs> But the whole time. which one is right? Which one? No, there's no right. No, there's no wrong, right. man. This is how they're rolling. So I'm going to roll with them. Yeah. What are you having? Uh, cranberry juice and vodka. Cranberry yeah. juice and vodka. Let's That's play cool. the game. When in Rome, do as the Romans, man. But I like, I like how you said, you know, you went and lived with um, Aussie guys. Because, oh, I know people percent. That live with man, I tell people they, here when yeah, they come yeah. here, they live with four brothers. Say, man, yeah. why are you paying all that money? Is your dad paying yeah. all that to learn English? You go sit with this guy, go back home, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is go back dumb. to Brazil and learn English there, yeah. it wouldn't be it's any the different. Dumbest yeah. thing in the world. Mm. That, that's right. When I was traveling, I, I wanted to go learn Italian because I'd met this chick mm. and um, she was scared, but anyway. Um, so I, I, I spoke to some people and said, Where's it? Where's that? Where's where are they? No English people, and they yep. said, This little little place in the mountains. I went, okay, I'm going there. So mm. that's where I went and lived for like four months yeah. in the ski season. It was epic. There was no English people there. And I. You're obligated. You have to. You have, you have to. no other option. Sink or swim, man. Sink or swim. How did you go? Pretty good. Oh, it's pretty scary because I arrived. It was like minus four. It was minus. Wow. F- and I, 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 I dropped off in the middle of town. I was, and I was in a. I had like three numbers to ring. Mm. 
And I was in the first two rang out and I was in like a little phone box and I was going, oh, this is dumb, I can die here. And the last guy said, yeah, mate, you can come and stay with me for a little bit. So, boom. Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, mm. it was scary. Yeah, it's scary, it's scary how, stuff. How, how was it staying with this guy? Mate, it was good. Mm. This guy stayed there for probably for a week and a half and then I got my own little place and mm. yeah, just had to get a job. What did you do for work there? Mate, I dressed up as Bart Simpson and played with kids. Oh, wow. Good. <laughs> yeah. No shit. And, and also... I worked in a restaurant as well, but <laughs> but the Bart Simpson, yeah, man, I got these awesome man, photos. You guys are funny. <laughs> this is, you know what this reminds me? Look, Paulo, oh. the first Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, yeah, yeah. like when he started teaching jiu-jitsu in, in Sydney, he got invited to go to a, you know, this swimming pool of balls for kids party? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the jiu-jitsu the ball, gear, the ball, ball pit, yeah. with the jiu-jitsu gear, going oh, to a really? yeah, like, a, like inside the ball pit, like a, running around mascot. with his gear. Yeah. Mascot. <laughs> like, pro, like to help the, make the kids fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, in yeah. a party, That's birthday what, party. My, it was pretty weird because my Italian wasn't that good, and I, the kids would come running up because I had a full suit on, like mm. this big, you know, outfit. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they'd come running up to speak Italian to me, and I'd go, "Oh, crikey, so I don't know what you're saying," mm. and you know, but uh, see, no, see. after a while, yeah, yeah, I got it. So, mate, that, 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 it was cool, you know. It's yeah. just, it's just different. It's, it, it's a, you know, it's about saying when Bill Sykes said, "Come, you know, come down to jujitsu," I said, "Yes." Say, you know, there's that movie. With, yeah, the uh, yes, yes, man. Or yes, man. Just yeah. saying yes to everything. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes your life better. The more you go to these different scenarios and different experiences, the more you actually get to know yourself too. Yeah. Because you experience so many different situations, you know. And well, you're not restricted as yes. well. That's like we talked about jiu-jitsu before, man, that appreciation for, for things. You, the, when you learn to appreciate one thing, you learn to appreciate others, you know what I'm saying? And, like yeah. the, and the more you say yes to things, the more you appreciate this, and that leads to that, and that leads yeah. to that, and it, it just enriches your life, you know what I mean? True. And that's like that same idea, which is why it's kind of sad to see that, like, People are kind of like sticking their feet in the ground and it's like, oh, you have to be vegan or you have to be this or you have to be that. Like, you have to live like this, otherwise you're a bad person. And if you don't live this way, you're evil. And it's just a stupid way to exist, man. It, it doesn't lead to more enrichment and stuff. Being, it just being, creates more division and horrible stuff, man. Yeah, being vegan, you're really missing out, though, aren't you? Yeah, correct. You are missing out. <laughs> man, you this are. guy tried to convince let's, me. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. This guy tried to convince me of being vegan, man. I have a really? chunk of a lamp this size, like the, on the bone, and I'm on the barbie. I'm eating like this. And I'm just, I don't want to be rude. I'm like, Oh yeah, man. Oh, that, that, that's good. And then why did I say it's good? You know, like oh, good. And then he starts showing me pictures, like, and I'm being like, okay, yeah, yeah nice. But you know, like, hey, yeah, come on, Sam. I think this is the type of people that it's the type of thing that you should have it. Like, this is your way of living. Mate, I've, I've good tried for you. It's not for me. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man, there's, there's there's beauty in all things, man. The thing is, is like you can't force people to live a certain way or copy you or whatever. Like, man, you should just be happy with the way you live. You should be happy about the way you live. You don't have to convince other people. Man, that guy's happy living with two wives in Africa, with yeah. smuggling hash into Spain, and that's yeah. his life. And he's got eight sons, and they all do the things with him. And they all smuggle hash, and he's happy as Larry. Yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing is, it's like the crazy, the crazy thing is, is like, man, you look at all these third world countries that are like, oh man, they're so poor, they're so poor, they're the happiest people on the planet, yeah. man. They're all partying every day, oh. da 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 da, yeah. in Africa money doing this, every day. man. No money, man, it, man it's not necessarily, but it, man, necessarily. sense of community and oh. care and love and all this stuff. And they're not, I mean, they help, man. Yeah. Man, imagine you came that that time and you came into a Western country, the US, whatever, in a, in a major city. You think someone would stop over and invite you to their house and get a chicken and stuff like that? Probably no. not. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the community that they have in these cultures 
is based off of, man, just helping each other. It's communal. It's communal. And I'm not saying it's great. There's a lot of atrocities that happen there too. You know, there's a lot of violence in third world countries. That's also a situation. But for whatever reason, the people seem to be more open engaging. to life, engaging. Yeah. They, they, they have appreciation, appreciation for it. Yeah, they got less. They got less. They got they less and they, but, but they appreciate other things. Whereas when you're here and you have access to everything, you appreciate nothing. Mm. You appreciate nothing. Yeah. I deserve this. You're a bad person for you that. Know, funny and thing. it's just a lot of negativity floating around. I struggle I mean? with one thing when I arrived there as well. This is true. This I is struggle like, with, uh, you know, like you have that big... you got here. Yeah, in Sydney. I arrived in Sydney, yeah. And um, I, um, I had this, the first time ever I ever drink a bottle of beer, like by myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like a big bottle of beer, like yeah. just yeah. drinking on my own. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm used to drink around people, having a ah. chat after jujitsu, after soccer. Yeah. Just having a beer, refreshing, have a laugh, you know. And man, having that beer by myself was like, man, shit. What do I talk my stories? How are we interacting? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I like really weird. Quiet, oh, silence. Man, silence. Yeah, yeah. Just because nothing. Your, your English wasn't that good, or is because no people just went no because I just man. What? Are we, yeah, my English wasn't good. No one, no one talking. You know what I mean? How could it start it up? The conversation. It's fair. I better be quiet. Yeah. 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 No, I'm just gonna do what everyone else is doing. Yeah, All right, yeah. Yeah. mate. That was actually a funny story. Man. My flatmate, well, I arrived and there was this uh, Centenary Park uh, heavy party, right? Rave, rave party. party. Oh, rave yeah. party, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is it. I arrived. Yeah. I said, the guy said, you want water? I said, fuck, because I don't I know English. <laughs> okay. I said, what? Water. My one water. I said, yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> anyway, he said, man, I'm going to a party. You want to go? I said, yeah, no worries. So this guy gets the car. I just met the guy, right? Never spoke yeah. to the guy before. Got in the car. I went for him. He stopped one place. Man, I'm just going to go real quick. Comes back like, all right. Comes back again. Oh, man, I'm just going to see this mate. Oh, you stay in the car, right? Comes back like a little bit like this. I go, I said, I just go, mate, listen, let me tell you something. Man, I'm from Brazil, okay? I've seen it all already. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Just go on with your life. Where's the party? When are we going to go to the party? Just let me know the crucial stuff. And then they got there. None of them had tickets. Oh, to okay, go to the yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. And we just keep walking. And they all, all a little bit, you know, on yeah, stuff, going around. Third time they go around, I said, I said, guys, poor English. I said, wait a second. There was these guys between fences, the security yeah. guards. I said, guys, everyone, give me 20 bucks. Give me 20 bucks. Organized. They yeah. all gave me. I gave to the guy. He opened the fence. We all yeah, in. Yeah. I become an idol. <laughs> 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 yeah. They this lift is, me. This works in Brazil. Oh, man, yeah. this it is, works everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then he walked. Oh, they what? It, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, it works so, everywhere, man. Uh, yeah, money we, talks. Money talks. talks. Yeah, it does. Especially on the fence. Yeah, <laughs> fence. Yeah, that know? guy's boring. He's not. That guy's bored there. He's gonna yeah. make an extra couple bucks. Why not? I mean, not gonna do anything yeah, he crazy. Works. He probably worked at McDonald's. And, but and man, all these experiences you wouldn't have. You know what I mean? All these, uh, like they don't know your culture. You don't know the yeah. culture. You guys have to communicate, yeah. and then you know another trick that they don't know. You know. Mm. I, I also find, find it interesting how, how you guys, Brazilians and all people from other side of the world, or that speak another language, have a similar sayings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that's that, interesting. It is yeah, true. It, 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 we. we there's a lot of sayings that you find in English or whatever that you can compare. They, they have a similar, similar saying. Yeah. Analogies. Yeah. yeah. Analogies, sayings. Yes. You know what well, I mean? There are some weird ones that Brazil has, like Lucas. Papaya style. with sugar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Papaya with sugar means it's easy. Easy, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, you guys have one. There's a best shit in the woods. <laughs> I used to live with these guys. I mean, you want a beer? It's like, there's a best shit in the woods. And I'm like, man, what? Like, there's not even a bear here, man. Oh, there's a monkey. I can't remember what it was. No, nah, right? it was nah, a bear. There's a bear shit in the woods. That's you correct. Don't have that one. I like one as well. You guys have, it's like, you like if you find it was funny. And I was funnier than a shark attack. <laughs> Those are some really good ones. I would love to write a book about that, man, because yeah. about all the analogies, you know, because yeah, they, yeah. they mean sometimes the same, but the way you're saying some are yeah. so funny, you know? Mm. Yeah, good work. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's it's all very interesting. It's all amazing, man. These are, these are um, amazing experiences for life. And, man, like you said, man, people should say yes to this. Yeah. Say yes to starting jiu-jitsu. Say, say yes to going on your next trip. Say yes to... Whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? Getting married, have maybe. You, uh, you know. Have you been to Brazil? You've been to Brazil. I've been to Brazil one time, yeah. I went um, at the end of 2018. Oh, yeah. For, uh, yeah. I stayed with Mateus for a little bit. I had a massive knee injury at the end of the competition there. I had the surgery and everything. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really have the best experience in Brazil. You know, I think I would like to go back at some point and have a little more of a enjoyable kind of experience. I didn't really do too much. Just trained every day, okay. twice a day. Oh, went to okay. the competition, got injured, went home. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. Had a bit of acai here and there, but nothing yeah. too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's, there's a life, there's obviously a life balance. Like all those, all the big guys, do they, they don't train twice a day, do they? They don't train once a day? What's that? I don't yeah. know, man. Oh, Bruce, when you're sorry, there, sorry, Bruce, sorry, sorry. we can make it you train three times a week. Yeah. That's okay. Or you're yeah. going to train every day. That's I'm, like, fine. I'm trying to work out whether I would love to go, you know. I, I you have to go. my approach a little bit with that type of stuff too. I, I think I've been a little bit extreme for the most part of my life, but got to adjust, <laughs> right. man. Yeah. Got to adjust. I think I just do too much, you know. I reckon, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull back yeah. a little bit. Otherwise, man, I just get injured over injury after injury after injury. I'm already there, like redlining. Just, how'd, you, uh, how'd you injure not neighbor. No, no. So I had a fight with a guy called Adam Mazinski in the in the oh, semi-final yeah. oh. or the third place fight for the um, Abu Dhabi World Pro. And yeah. the guy was in like a single leg X position. For anybody yeah. that doesn't know, it's a type of leg entanglement. And I was in a certain scenario, my leg in kind of like a weird compromised position. And there's a particular movement you're not allowed to do in jiu-jitsu, which is called a reap. And I don't, th I, I, look, I don't think that it should be illegal unillegal i don't really care is just that if you make it a rule i'm not yeah. prepared for it when yeah. it happens well, you should get in yeah. trouble so anyway he did this particular maneuver ruptured my knee immediately tore maybe three or four ligaments a massive massive catastrophic knee um you know just destroyed everything pretty much and then yeah and that's mm -hmm. it and then the referee was looking at the ceiling and goes, oh, what's oh. going on? That was the right time. It, no, it was the right time when the referee was looking to the no, side. the guy was looking up somewhere, bored. He's been there for three days oh, in a row. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, th this guy that's Polish actually knows a little yeah. bit of Portuguese. Starts talking to the guy in Portuguese. Uh -huh. I'm going, hey, man, this is illegal. This is a rape. This is a rape. You can't do that. Da-da-da-da. Mm. That stops talking to me. Awards the guy the win. They walk off the mat. He calls somebody to come and get me. That's a medic. That's it. Yeah. So... Look, can't do anything to complain about. It. It's already happened, but it was a little bit of injustice. Um, but yeah. can't do much, man. That's yeah. life. Happens. Yeah. Next time, next time I'll know Portuguese. Maybe. Mate, that's what I was thinking. If, you, if you'd said, you know, if you'd known a little bit of Portuguese, well, better than him. Adam's yeah. See, you know what I mean. There's he a wouldn't learning. have known that much. He wouldn't have known that much. He probably said enough just to get, get by. by. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean, so. it's, uh, this is the other thing too. Is how important is to know a little bit the language. Yeah. You connect so much better. Just connect with people, you know, uh, you know uh, um, and it makes it easier. Absolutely. Um, I actually remember seeing that fight, actually. Mm. 
Bruce, yeah. um, well, we're all going to do yoga now. Let's just make it clear um, for everyone. We're all going to have a yoga class right now. We work on our flexibility. That's our yeah, goal yeah. for 2022. Uh, oh, I'm not doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, you do, you're doing flying umber, so you're yeah, very yeah. flexible. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but look, uh, jokes aside, um, thanks for your time. Yeah. I really appreciate Thanks for all the friendship, you know, we're friends outside yeah. from that. Thanks for the um, conversations, the inspiration that you give me um, to like, pretty sure my wife thinks the same way, you know what I mean? So we're pr probably very, um, very, um, feel, we feel very uh, privileged to have you Grateful. in our yeah. life. Yeah. Grateful. Thanks yeah, for all no, your help, man. It, it applies. Appreciate the advice. You, I, I, it, like, if I, w I wouldn't be here, you know, what, what made are successful is, is you guys you know yeah. um if you weren't open and, and 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 you know encourage me to come here and, and just engaging you know if you weren't yeah. a good bloke we a lot of these people that, that train here wouldn't be here yeah. um so it's it, it was a fairly small gym obviously before you came when yeah. you came in you know you've it's obviously gone leaps and bounds now but i really appreciate it. it's really opened my eyes to martial arts because prior to this uh, it was I was karate yeah and you know that's about it for me mm -hmm. so um, it, it, it's really I think everyone should do it and, and get involved a little bit earlier as well you know? for sure man get your kids involved yeah thanks man no no thanks so much man very interesting thank you for all the insight and all the other all, all the little things to do with business and dealing with people and leadership and stuff like that man mm -hmm. definitely people that are looking to start something man go and find a mentor somebody that can help you yeah. doesn't matter who it is just somebody that's done something similar to that before and they're yeah. going to help you but yeah man thank you so much um yeah that's it thank you so much awesome episode Us. 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 Us.